welcome to Multiverse of Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And we're... Covering House of M. Wait, we're doing House of M this week? Yeah, aren't we? Uh... And that's how my fanfish goes. What if we covered House of M this week or tried to? I die and explode. Yay! What fan fiction do you have? It's pretty much the same, except for I'll be holding tryouts next week for your replacement. Who are you hoping to replace me with? Oh man, that's a great question. Who would I want? Dolph Lundgren. I'm going to see if the Dolph will go on. Maybe. He's he's joining Arrow I saw earlier today, so that means... He's looking Ooh. to expand himself into this demographic. Who is he uh, going to play in Arrow? I don't know. That part wasn't said. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, uh, yeah. He's the uh, big bad, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say who he's playing, but... That could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of fan fiction, I guess, that's a really awful transition considering how he got off. Uh, this week... Because of various reasons, like me being very busy and finally having free time to myself, and also Fallout 3, I... Uh, oh, we should transition to that. I've started playing a big RPG, too, that I've been putting off for the longest time. What? I'm finally making my way through the entire Mass Effect trilogy. So talking about fan fiction. Who do you ship ship with? Man, that's a good question. Well, right now I'm going for the racist, but we'll see what our options are as we progress through the game, because I haven't met everyone yet. Well, you know who my date of choice is in uh, Fallout 3 so far? Know who? Charon. Nice. He's, as the kids say, some Japanese term. I hate those children. Are we talking about the Lamplight Village? God, I hate them so much. No, no. You know, like how they use words like mo or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Charon would fall under the Sundre category. Yeah, probably. Sundere. But yeah, can we talk about for a second how much I hate the kids of Lamplight Village? Oh, like I didn't get to them until like I was level 20 and I found out last night that I need to have another drive so I can install the uh, DLC on the Game of the Year edition that I bought. Oh, nice. Well, no, because now I have to wait until the disc comes in Friday. That stinks. Yeah. Then never mind. Yeah, it, it, it's sad. I like went through and beat up everyone, and it was like, oh, Charon won't go in and fight the radiation for me. And then I ran back and got Fox, and Fox wouldn't do it because, oh... We haven't installed the DLC, which also explains why I haven't been getting the, uh, like, a lot of the, uh, three-dog quotes that I normally associate with the game. Mm. Yeah, Fallout 3 is fun. That's a good game. Sharon is bay. But yeah, uh, this week we are dealing with the all-new, all-different Avengers Annual Number 1, which actually came out this week, so I think this may be the most recent comic that we've covered probably i mean this did come out yesterday it did because we're recording this on a thursday 
And the people who won the sports game are... Uh, Phelps won last night. Oh, yeah, the Olympics are going on, aren't they? Yeah. All I hear is horrible things. I wasn't entirely sure if they were still continuing on or not. Oh, no. Everything's going fine so far. The water turned green in the pool yesterday. Yeah, well, it was blue when I watched it last night, so... They ADR'd it. Whatever they did is fine. Well, uh, yeah, let's get into covering this annual. Uh, And it was a terrible cover, which luckily I did not have to buy. How did you get your hands on it? What? Oh, they had some of the variants at my store. Oh, okay, you didn't like the main cover? No. Yeah, it didn't strike me as... Like, I like what's-his-name, but his art but his art doesn't work for everything. Who did the cover? Was it Ross, or...? Yeah, yeah, Alex Ross did the cover. Uh, like, he's been you... doing a run for Spider-Man, and that's pretty cool. And actually, even usually his normal Avengers covers are fine, but for fan fiction... Yeah. It seemed, like, way, way too epic for, like, such a silly premise. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find the uh, variant covers anywhere. Who did I? Oh, I got the person who drew the first part of the story. Oh. When Kamal was uh, just in the normal world. Oh, Mahmoud Asrar. Yeah, yeah. He did the uh, cover for it. And Slash also the person who normally does the Avengers comic. Hmm. Okay. Apparently this is his last story. Oh, no. He's leaving. Oh, I hope they have... Good luck in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the framing story was written by G. Willow Wilson with art by Mahmoud Azrar with color art by Tamara Bonvillian. And the framing story is that Kamala Khan, who is Miss Marvel, gets home from work and finds out that Bad Machine 1999 has written fan fiction about her, Sam Alexander, who is the teenage Nova, and Miles Morales, who is the teenage Spider-Man, who are also her partners on The Avengers, and how there is a weird love triangle between the three. Who do you think's in love with who? I'm pretty sure they're both in love with her, but she's in love with uh, Miles. Yeah. So I haven't been reading Avengers. Yes. Well, I guess and there's my problem, but according to Bendis, who, 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 that's not true. He's going to be in love with Spider-Gwen soon. Most spiders, mo problems. Yep. Although my roommates and I did look it up. Age of Consent in... The state of New York is 16, so Gwen will not be going to jail for that relationship. Yay. Uh, yeah, she ends it's up... It's still a mes- weird thing, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, she ends up messaging the moderator Rafflecopter to get it removed, and then she starts reading some of the new fanfiction that's on there. The first one is called The Once and Future Marvel, which was written by Mark Wade with art by Chip Zdarsky. I love some Zadarsk art. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. those shots of her just, like, reading it. Oh, yeah. Like, he does expressions very, very well. Oh, yes. And, and he knows, like, comic pacing and how to get that punchline in there. So, Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel, the Carol Danvers version, are fighting Skrull antagonists who are trying to rip a hole in space and time. And the Marvels are currently getting beaten. Carol ends up taking a shot to save Miss Marvel, and in the process, she dies, so she passes on the title and her helmet onto Kamala with her dying breath. And I love how 
apparently the yellow stuff at the top is not her hair. Yeah, which I totally thought it was up until this panel. Well, I, I think that's part of the joke that they're making, though. Like, that it's not... Like, it isn't usually her hair, but here it isn't. Or, but here it is, like, part of the helmet. Yeah. And Except at the same time now, it's, like, actually questionable because... Her hair has been cut so short now. And it's so dang inconsistent between artists. Yeah, well, Chris, they've at least now just tried to make it just go for the straight shortcut instead of yeah. what it was before. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the rift gets opened and Miss Marvel's only able to barely stop it. And then out comes the original Captain Marvel, Marvel, who died of cancer. And he takes back the mantle smashes Captain Marvel's helmet, and then seeing the powerful man, Miss Marvel decides to change her title to Ms. Marvel and goes home to bake. No, Miss Marvel. Not Ms. Marvel. I've always been, like, confused on how to pronounce it. But yeah, it's M-I-S-S instead of the... That's just Miss. Period. Miss? Mm-hmm. Okay. What have I been saying? Miss Marvel? Yeah. That's how everyone pretty much says it. I'm so confused. Most people will not get mad at you, except for a very small few, but... Thanks, feminism. I do love that little dialogue exchange, though, between Marvel and Kamala, though. Mm-hmm. It's called a mantle, not a womantle. <laughs> yes. Oh, golly gee, Captain Marvel, you're right. You show me the air of my ways. No more social justice worrying for me. <laughs> I will say this was my favorite of the stories that they presented us with. Uh, oh yeah, it was definitely the best of them. It's also the one that actually read the most like fan fiction. Yes, I agree. Because the others, well, only one other does. Like, I'm not entirely sure. The next one? Yeah. Well, the next one is by uh, Natasha Alighieri, who created Bee and Puppycat. And she also did the recent She-Hulk issue of, or, well, the She-Hulk and Hellcat go to the beach issue of Patsy Walker Hellcat, which has been a really fun series. And it's a Adventures of She-Hulk comic, where She-Hulk is drawn onto the page, but because she can break the fourth wall, she gets really fed up with the artist trying to figure out what to do. And so she goes to run some errands, and the artist comes back and is trying to, like, figure out what to do with the story but they're really not good so they give her like a pair of haunted glasses and she's still unsure what she's supposed to do and then a giant doodle that had been drawn and apparently had like a relationship with her in the past starts attacking because she's no longer into him and so the artist ends up drawing the avengers to help fight and i love how uh the vision drawing is like randomly being stung by bees on the face. I agree. But the Avengers don't know how to fight because the artist doesn't know how to draw a fight scene, so they end up just getting like tossed and smacking the monster. And so She Hulk apologizes to the monster for her apparent bad behavior, so the monster walks into the ocean and falls in love with a school of roughly 10 fish. And She Hulk is kind of jealous. She yeah. guesses. It, it's a weird-ass story. It's like, like Duck and Mark, except for not funny. 
it's a very different type of humor, and I don't think it necessarily had enough time to breathe or work. Yeah. Like, there, you didn't have the same type of relationship. And, yeah, it... I wasn't weird. into this one as much. The next story is Up Close and Personal, which was written by Zach Gorman, with art by Jay Fosgett. And it's in the Mar... It's in the Larval universe, which is the Animal Marvel universe. So their equivalent of Miss Marvel is His Marvel, a snake version of herself. Would you assume that her name is uh, Kamala Anaconda? Ooh, probably. It should be. Yeah, and then Miles Morales is the spectacular spider mole, so I'm assuming he would be Miles Morales. Yes. Different. here's my problem, though, too, with... Her, your highest person pronounced it Ms. Marvel. This would actually make it weird because it doesn't. The pun doesn't work now. Yeah, it would be his Marvel. Yeah, feminisms. And uh, Miles Morales and his Marvel have been walking on the street. They go to get some pizza. Uh, but it's too busy. They hear an explosion where Quacko Lantern, who is a duck version of Jack O' Lantern, is attacking, and Hiss Marvel smashes him with her hands, and then the two go back onto their date, which Spider Mole keeps saying is not actually a date. And they do the whole Lady in the Trap eating spaghetti type thing. Oh, except for he was the one who initially said it was a date. And then he tries to take it back because he's all ashamed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, it wasn't bad and i liked the design work it was just like it didn't go anywhere yeah it, this one was way too short mm-hmm. uh the next one is squirrel girl versus miss marvel written and illustrated by faith aaron hicks with color by megan wilson and miss marvel and squirrel girl meet outside of the avengers tower while other heroes are looking on they end up getting into a fight squirrel girl launches a swarm of squirrels so miss marvel ends up activating a power-up so she gets all blue and on fire. So Squirrel Girl summons up Ultimate Squirrel Girl, which is a giant robot, and just kicks Miss Marvel away. And that's where we see that in reality, the two are just playing an arcade game where Squirrel Girl is actually unbeatable in it. And because she lost, Miss Marvel has to buy Squirrel Girl and her squirrels macaroons, which are different than macaroons, apparently. Because if it was macaroon macaroons, damn, that would be super expensive. Mm-hmm. Those things are not cheap. I wouldn't know. But I didn't know that they were different things. I so didn't I either. I was, I was also confused. Thanks, Wikipedia. The last story is An Evening with Miss Marvel, a true story, written and illustrated by Scott Kurtz, with colors by Steve Haymaker. Do you know about Scott Kurtz? No. He, uh, he's done a very long-running webcomic called PvP, and he also Oh, I've heard has, of that one. He also has a lot of hashtag hot takes. So I'm not the biggest fan of his work. I also don't ever know what you mean when you keep saying hot takes. Oh, hot takes are opinions that are very unpopular or come out of nowhere. Oh, okay. You seriously haven't heard of hot takes? No, I've you know I've heard you use that phrase a lot. I just could never gauge from what you were saying what that meant. Oh yeah, I also use it sarcastically a lot. 
And that's my hot take. Aw, man. And so the last story is a dude's account of meeting Miss Marvel, who had apparently run into him before and is now in love with him because he had gave her a warning when she was fighting Hydra agents. But because he vanished, she went to every source that she could to try and find him out, including the Watcher, Doctor Strange, and the Vision, because she's now in love with him, and she promises to get him any wish that she wants, so he has her punch out his racist, lazy dad. You're not my dad, Charlie. I don't know, there was one joke in this that I did actually really enjoy. Which one? Oh, when they explain uh, the cutoff, one head, two more will spring up. Oh, yeah. We mean that, that metaphorically, right? Not literally, like Wolverine thought last week. Poor Jeremy. It's That's a good bit of banter. But it's also, like, a, not the most original joke, so. I agree. Whatevs. Whatevs. I actually uh-huh. I did enjoy the ending. But oh, it didn't go, like, to the creepy level like you would think, and then it went to him yeah. punching out the dad. So it's more pathetic. Yeah. And so Rafflecopter ends up messaging her that Bad Machine 1999 has come on, and he agrees to take down the story, and it turns out that he's actually Miles Morales, and he has his crush on her, and it turns out that the moderator, Rafflecopter, is actually Phil Coulson. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't too much of a surprise, but it was just like, yeah, they're all a whole bunch of stupid nerds. Yeah. Nerds. Well, they've been setting that up in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comic, that that's what Coulson is. A nerd. Yep. Yeah. That's why he always gets assigned to go, like, on Marvel Team Up, essentially, because he knows all about them. Because, nerd. That series got cancelled a while back, though. No, it didn't. Is it still running? Yeah. It got cancelled for, um, Secret Wars, but it came back. Huh. Okay. I was not aware of that. I mean, I stopped... I mean, you probably assumed it got cancelled because I stopped buying it, but... Oh, yeah. When I don't pay attention to it all that much. Yeah. Yeah. It had its moments, but not enough to warrant the price. Hmm. Yeah, the team-up book. Well, I think that also sort of applies to here... Uh, VC's Travis Lanham did the letters for all the stories in this issue, by the way. Aw, man. And, uh, yeah, I think this story had, like, two, two good pieces, as much as I'm not a fan of Kurt's. Like, his piece was pretty good, and then the Once in Future Marvel piece was genius. The framing story was really good. Yeah. And then I enjoyed Squirrel Girl versus Miss Marvel, but, like, the other stories didn't really follow the fan fiction idea all that much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It wasn't as good as the uh, Avengers Go to the Planet of the U- Unicorns fan fiction. I will agree with that. Oh, well, actually, I don't know. I would put Once the Future Marvel above it, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but the other two, yeah, for sure, no. Mm hmm. I don't know. If there was fan fiction of yourself, would you read it? Probably. I would go with Kamala. Please don't read. Please don't read. Please don't read. I read everything. Yeah, you read it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's What get about to you, Luke? Here. Would you read your own fan fiction? I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's fan it's fiction about you? It's called proofreading, Devin. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, fan fiction uh, that someone wrote about you. Well, if I wrote it, it would technically be fan fiction. I'm my own biggest fan. It's true. <laughs> I'm forever alone. That's when our Patreon took a dark turn for the worst as we start to find out what those actual secret backer rewards will get you. <laughs> oh, speaking of Patreon, we've got a new backer. <gasps> Thanks, Javier Files, who does the website Xavier Files. I was wondering, slash I saw your Twitter exchange, but... Yeah, he wanted us to do more RPG episodes. And Luke is currently working on trying to make that a reality. No more RPG episodes. <laughs> no, no, I, I love those RPG episodes. They're comparatively a lot less work and research. Mm-hmm. And apparently people enjoy them. So we are looking at either doing that as a separate podcast or like a spinoff or something like that. So if that sort of thing interests you, let us know at multiversalq.com or multiversalq at gmail.com. But let's go into uh, ranking these on Trials of the Multiverse. So the Once and Future Marvels. Uh, our current list is uh, 341 items. Uh, would you say top quarter? Oh, easily. Top hundo? Oh, easily. Okay, top 50? I would say, yeah. Uh, top 25. What is our number 25? Little Red Spiderhood. Yeah, I'd say it's a little bit better than that. Uh, up above that is Black Sue's World. That's the Pirate Sue Storm. I'd give it over that, too. Up above that is Egyptia. I'd put it above that. Up above that is Superman Red Sun. I'd put it above Superman. Hollywood Spider-Man. I'd put it above Hollywood. Thunderworld. I put it above that. Iron Man and Ca Iron Woman and Cap Mary. I put it above that. Galactus became human. Above it. Uh, the Avengers formed in the 1950s. I put it above that. Space Punisher. Ooh, that's tough. Love triumphs over battle. I was gonna say I'd I'd still put it above it. Uh, 16... I, I put this above 1602. Yeah, me, me as well. Uh, I'd also put this above Iron Doom Masada. Yep. Okay. I'm looking at Venom Punisher territory. Yeah, I, I put it there. Uh, right above that is Squadron Supreme. Yeah, I put it above it. Tony Stark Sorcerer Supreme. Put it above that. Reed kills the Illuminati. P above it. Prince of Arachne. Ooh, above it. Okay, I, I think this is going to be our stopping point, though. Spider-Man loves Mary Jane. Yeah, that will be my stopping point. Yep, yeah, I'd agree with that. So, Earth, question mark, the once and future Marvel is our new number seven. Uh, after that, we have the Adventures of She-Hulk fanfiction. It's going lower. Yeah. Like, I love myself some She-Hulk and some fourth wall breaking. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. How do you feel about this compared to Guiatro slash the Age of Apocalypse What If sequel? 
I like the Age of Apocalypse better. Uh, what if Deadpool joined the New Mutants? That's better. Storm and Norman is definitely better, but mm. I I like the Adventures of She-Hulk more than Alpha Flight Talk, like TV Canadians. That's fair. So our new number, 96, is... Did Natasha, did she also raid for Adventure Time at all? Yeah. Okay. Because there was one joke that I could swear was almost like a ripped straight out of it. So I was wondering. Yeah. Well, and have you seen uh, Being Puppycat? I have not. Okay. Specifically when she rips the glasses in half. Mm. Oh, and then the uh, spirits escape. Yeah. Yeah. That was very reminiscent of... It was Adventure... The balloons. Yes, of the balloon people, yeah. Yep. Hooray, we can die now. Uh, After that is up close and personal. Though, that's the larval universe. I was going to say, do we want to put this in? Because I do plan on... Yeah, we're going to do a bigger episode on the Larval universe, so that will go up later. Okay, because, yeah, I want to do a good one on Spider-Ham. Mm-hmm. So I will put that onto the list limbo for our second item. The Larval universe. Uh, after that is Squirrel Girl versus Miss Marvel fanfiction. Uh, better than... Adventures of She-Hulk? Yes. Uh, better than Jameson's Spider-Man? Yeah. Better than Spider-Jameson? Yes. Yeah, Jameson's Spider-Man was the uh, John Cullen comic. Mm-hmm. Okay, better than Marvel Universe Live? It's about on par with that. Uh, right above that is Marvel Comics and the National Endowment for the Arts presented Spidey Intellectual I like stories. that more, and actually, I, I will say I like Marvel Universe Live better, too. I'd, I'd put this over Marvel Universe Live. <gasps> yeah. Fine. So, Squirrel Girl verse Miss Marvel fanfic is our new number 71. After that is the An Evening with Miss Marvel, a true story fan fiction. Is it better than Squirrel Girl versus Miss Marvel fan fiction? Yeah, I thought that most one had a little bit more to it. Okay, is it better than the National Endowment for the Arts? No. Okay, so just above Squirrel Girl versus Miss Marvel? Yeah. Okay. An Evening with Miss Marvel. A true story fanfic is our new number 71. And uh, so next week, our plan is to do an episode on the House of M. So that should be what we're covering, barring anything better coming out that we want to cover instead. Woo! Yay! Uh... Beyond that, let's get to the wrap-up. Multiverse Q is a weekly podcast. Uh, you can find more out about us at multiverseq.com. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, and we do our hosting through... Uh, Lib- yeah, Libsyn. 
We do our hosting through Libsyn, so like, leave reviews for us and comments all the way there. If you'd like to get in touch with us, uh, you can message us at MultiversalQ on Twitter. We're at MultiversalQ at gmail.com. Yeah, MultiversalQ at gmail.com. Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. uh, Let's see, uh, Imsy. Yeah, no one's using that Imsy, so... Please, please use the MZ. And trying to think. Yeah, that's about it. Devin, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Fred Ophet. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me at, at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. And I recently did a interview for the podcast PVD Cast. So I will probably put up a link in the chat or, well, on the website. Where you can also find the image gallery, which Devin did ahead of time this time. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Devin. You're welcome. But you know what I want to thank you for? What? This is erotic jazz music. Fanfic outro. Perfect. I know.